0: All right, Harrington, you ready to start this podcast?
1: We've been recording for the last minute.
0: There you go. Well, then, they're already here with us. Welcome, everybody, to the Run Your Mouth podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here with us this evening. And Mr. Harrington, I appreciate you came back two nights in a row.
1: Yes, sir. Wouldn't miss it for the world.
0: That's the dedication to the cause. Um... Ain't got anything to report in. Anything before we get cooking on the news here? Anything you want the uh, the? Can people still buy your cum or is that
1: over? Was that no, just no, a no. holiday
0: promotion? No, it's
1: not a holiday promotion. Not a Black Friday sale. That is available for the first forty people who want in. That is, I want to remind you, <laughs> only the first forty who sign up for my Patreon for the uh, for the milkshake tier uh, are going to be entitled to that perk.
0: There you go. Harrington's Come is still available. Excellent. Uh, Hell yeah,
1: dude. Uh, so, no, we were going to announce... Uh, oh, wait. we Did we announce that already? Did you want to
0: announce something? I don't want to keep you back from an announcement.
1: No, I mean, it was it was your idea to announce it on the show that I was going to be a homed person.
0: Oh, but we got into that. We did. The whole okay. thing... Listen, people, we try and bring you the best possible broadcast, and sometimes, in order to do that... <laughs> We'll spread, this part, we'll spread this out over the course of two weeks sometimes. We'll come in here and just record single segments, maybe 30-second chunks, one-minute chunks, whatever it takes that we're full, full of energy. You come in here for two, three hours, you can't have energy like this. That's why we'll do it in little chunks, little chunks, little chunks over the course of days. We'll re-edit. Then we'll go back to the drawing board. We'll go, that doesn't fit there. That doesn't fit there like a puzzle. We'll bring it back together. Uh, so... That conversation will come later on. We're going to get, I mean, we already we already blew a good lead in for it. You know, it's not like it's going to come in some dramatic fashion. So just know at this moment that Harrington's no longer homeless and that we'll have some funny commentary on it later.
1: All right. Well, I can always edit this out. What I will tell you. <laughs>
0: no, that's going in as is. That's...
1: Uh... That, yeah. yeah i'm not i'm not even a little bit ashamed that sometimes we need to take sandwich breaks because that is very much in the theme that's of this who show. we are yeah <laughs> uh well the other thing i would say uh you and i hung out last weekend while we weren't doing an episode we did get together and we did broadcast uh on my twitch stream uh which you know you can get uh the archives too on my patreon uh but we watched ruiz burst joshua too had a lot of fun watching boxing with you robbie bernstein
0: That is a true fact, and I was very disappointed by Andy Ruiz's loss because uh, it's about time we finally get a fat icon, someone out there who can represent the chubby slackers and show that we can be champions too. I'm telling you, I, I would take off my shirt more pridefully if you had more champions like Andy Ruiz Jr. out in the world.
1: I mean, I, I, I can't disagree with you there. I, I think, you know, it's why we were all rooting for Mark Hunt and Roy Nelson to finally get yes. that heavyweight title in the UFC. Like, there is like Derek Lewis has kind of picked yes. up that mantle now, you know? Nothing
0: like, makes you feel better than when you're out and you watch some big, heavy, fat-titted guy knock another dude clean out and you're like, yeah, you see, that's what a real man looks like. That's what a real man looks like when he takes his shirt off, some big, heavy, fat-titted motherfucker.
1: Dude, Daniel Cormier is the is the great fat hope,
0: honestly. No, but he's um he's like bottom heavy. He's like hippie. He's not he's not tit heavy. I like to see a dude who's tit heavy. Mm. I want to see a guy who's kinda my body type, but just being,
1: you know, six foot
0: three and manly as opposed to five foot six. <laughs>
1: Hold on now. Cause he's a he's all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna disprove you right here. He's not he's not
0: tit meat. Well, okay, even that, that's not tit meat He's bottom chunky, he's hippie he's got, he's got He's got tight pec muscles It's about, he's got a big booty And he's got a big Big like, uh Big hip thing
1: well, by remind you that this is when he was still cutting the light heavyweight. If he was to recut that now after, you know, fighting with Derek Lewis over that Popeye sponsorship, I think, you know, he's a pretty big boy. <laughs> did they fight for the Popeye sponsorship? <laughs> no, but when they did fight Derek Lewis. Lewis got Popeye's. Yeah, and it was a big to-do because it's Louisiana chicken and Daniel Cormier is the pride of Louisiana.
0: Oh, and did uh it would have been funny if they actually had fought for that. If uh, if he put the sponsorship on the line.
1: <laughs> I don't think Popeyes may- could afford <laughs> daniel cormier (laughs) they
0: made a belt out of fried chicken
1: (laughs) (laughs) no dude like the old days like when uh when they would give like uh mark coleman like a giant trophy and said it's a giant golden bucket of chicken that'd be pretty badass why mark coleman was eating a lot of a lot of fried chicken no i'm just saying instead of like a gigantic trophy like they used to do before belt before they had the belt system they would award like a giant trophy at the end like a regular martial arts tournament so i'm thinking like you know, bring that back like Daniel Larusso with the All Valley yeah. tournament, but it's a gilded bucket of fried chicken. Yes, I like it.
0: While we're on the topic of uh, Andy Ruiz Jr., who lost, and then in just such great fashion, he goes, "Well, I party too hard." What that is—that is like the nature of a fat guy at its best. Where it's like, "What can I tell you? I—I uh, I didn't want to wake up. I didn't want to do the work. You guys paid me a lot of money, so I ate a lot and I partied. But you know, give me another chance. I'll put it together for the next one." I mean. God bless him he made his money he entertained us I got excited to see him show up and fight and uh, he sold us he yeah. pretended like he was training over the course of that and he he uh, you know what fat guy is fat guy it's just sometimes you don't have your, you don't have real championship in your bones.
1: You got the money, and you don't care enough to to really go in. So here's the thing about Andy Ruiz that I love: like his management team pulled off like the the it was the prestige level magic trick on us, right? Oh yeah, because we had no idea, dude. The whole they time, pretended he was losing weight, exactly, right? Like all the reports coming out of his camp, all the leak reports, he's coming in 20 pounds lighter than he was for the Joshua fight. He's never been hungrier, right? You come to the weigh and find out he's never been hungrier. It's 282, and they spun it. Like, it was a giant misdirection because uh, they wanted Joshua to get smaller. They knew Ruiz wasn't going to have a hard time handling Joshua's power punches when they were nearly even in weight. So the bigger Ruiz would knock him out in the first round. And I bought it hook, line, and sinker, dog. Yeah. And here's the thing, he's now set for life, so I don't hate on he, him. He, here's my no, problem, he's yeah. not though. He made 40 mil between the two fights. Right. So he went out that first fight, I think he made it was only like 10 million. He probably got like another 5 million bonus. So 15 million for the first fight. That's an absurd right. amount of money. Guarantee he has not paid the taxes on that because he's bought two Maybachs. He's got his parents a house. What's a Uh they're like 100,000 or sometimes million dollar cars. They are like okay. the most top of the line expensive gaudy car you could get. How you know factually that he didn't pay his taxes, that he doesn't have a single person who was smart
0: enough to take off when needed to be paid and just pay it. Like, why would he be that dumb in this day
1: and age? I mean, dude, I just look at the track record of heavyweight boxers that in history, didn't pay and taxes. that's typically how it goes. You win the first one, you get a bigger paycheck than you've ever gotten with the promise of significantly more money so you, down you the road. you don't worry about it. You don't worry about it, right? I'll well, pay the taxes the- for both of them off this next fight, and then I'll make money on the third one. The third one's not coming anymore. I really think well, he's going he to... still gonna...
0: has enough money off the second one to pay any back taxes and you know still have a couple million. I mean, here's the thing: I I, I would be shocked if he
1: walked away at the end what's, of this. Uh,
0: what's five million divided by sixty five?
1: Uh, all right, I'll pull him up right now. Five million, one, two, three. That's fifty thousand five. Five million divided by. Uh, or, no, it would be times 0. 0.65, right? 65% of.
0: No, no, no. I want to do 5 million divided by 65. I don't want to know
1: what 65% of 5 million is.
0: Just okay. 5 million divided by 65.
1: Okay, it's 76,923.
0: Okay, so that is about what yours and I's at our absolute best. If, if we turned around our lives tomorrow and we made the max income that we're probably going to make. That would be what we might, and we lived to a long age, like of 90, and worked all the way till 90, we would stand to maybe make $5 million under the best set of circumstances. Now, if you understand the principle of time value of money, that money you get today is worth more than money you earn later because you can earn interest on it, just $5 million alone is an absurd amount of money. I can't believe that this guy made 30 million dollars over the course of the year and he's not going to be walking away with enough to live on
1: here's the problem evander Holyfield has to like you know uh, uh pitch car dealerships on the weekend to pay his back taxes you know what i what? mean like yeah dude i'm telling you the track record. because the problem is right okay. yes you're correct five million dollars is a tremendous amount of money for any normal but not when person. you owe
0: interest to the government on 10 Exactly,
1: yeah, right. And when you get into a situation where you go out and you're buying a million dollar car when yeah. you only have 15 of those million dollars, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're uh, like I guarantee he's already spent more than the money he made in the first one without paying any taxes on that, still has to pay taxes on the second one, this still uh, has to pay his yeah. managers, agents, everybody else.
0: This is, uh, I'm working on a joke in my act, and this also comes up in the uh, second half of the show, and uh, we're going to have to figure out a new way of not letting people know that we cut this together. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm working on an act that uh, I recently uh, discovered. I'm paid 10.99 as an employee, and uh, you got to pay quarterly taxes. Uh,
1: Harrington, am I losing year? here? No, just trying to produce your show.
0: What's the production that uh, you take? You
1: taking taking the headphones off. You take the headphones off, not, uh, and that cue is you're checking out. That's not the cue that I'm checking out. I took my headphones off for one second um, to adjust my hat.
0: Nah, that's that's uh, that's some ha- That's some that's some school logic right there. It's all right. I'll let you attend to what you have to attend to. Uh, but I did want to watch uh, on the uh, while we're still on the topic of the uh, Andy uh, Ruiz Jr. thing. Um, I watched a video of um, the guy who beat him. What's his name again?
1: Anthony Joshua.
0: Oh, yeah. Anthony Joshua beat him. At first, I didn't like this Anthony Joshua guy. He seemed a little bit too proper. He didn't seem what I like to see in a fighter. Just kind of had this, uh, like, fruity energy for a boxing champion. I don't know. I like to see a tougher guy up at heavyweight or someone with a little more personality. He just sounds like, uh, you know, I don't know. He just doesn't. He doesn't draw me in. It's not a personality that goes, "Hey, I want to root for this guy." Would you agree with that? Yeah, he's a very uh,
1: he's a very reserved champion. He's like a, a classic British boxer.
0: Why all by? I when you you tell me British fighter, I think Mike Bisping. He's as
1: brash and entertaining as they come. Yeah, but I mean, before that, you had uh, like the Lennox Lewis's of the world. Um, yeah, he
0: was kind of boring too, right? Yeah, I but he mean, wasn't as flagrantly
1: boring. Well, it's. Yeah, Lennox Lewis was kind of flagrantly boring. Uh, oh, he, really? I mean, yeah, he talked about, you know, like, it, there was never anything other than And Lennox was an, Lewis also didn't knock people out much. He just had those incredibly long arms.
0: Yeah. I'm accurate about that. So stylistically, he was not the most exciting of heavyweight
1: fighters. Yeah, but then he got taken out by the Klitschkos, who were even less exciting. So it's like... <laughs> and the Klitschkos dominated for a long time. Yeah, like nine years. Those it just, were some big boys. Kind of just ruined heavyweight boxing. Who came after the Klitschko's? Uh well Tyson Fury took out the Klitschko's. Uh, well Tyson Fury took out uh the, the like the main Klitschko. I think it was Vladimir. Um,
0: Tyson Fury I haven't watched all of his fights, but he also seems a little bit weird because he's got the crazy reach and yeah. he dances around real real good for like a, a man of his size. But he's also not a knockout guy, and he also doesn't seem to like I don't know. He almost seems to fight on the inside and like the uppercut more than uses range, but I really haven't watched that much. I don't know why I'm giving fight commentary. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh,
1: It's here's the thing. Honestly, like I was explaining this to, um, I was explaining this to, I think it might've been you or, or or no, no, I was talking to Andre. Um, or Danny Polichick. Uh We were talking about, you know, he's like, yeah, I don't know too much about boxing. It's like, dude, it's heavyweight boxing. All you got to know is it's just two big two guys hitting dudes. each other.
0: All right. So I want to watch this video that uh, Anthony Joshua put out of himself um, where he trains. I have to think that he has a second house. And just when he is training, he moves into this apartment. Um, but it's presented as if this is his primary residence and this is all that he has. Uh, so I want you to pull it up Because I, I, I think you might agree with my take on this We don't have to watch the whole thing But people can find it on uh, YouTube And uh, basically Just He's living in a two bedroom apartment Not much n-
1: nicer year. than what I have
0: this is where it goes down.
1: The video is titled Welcome to my crib, simplicity is you key
2: It's the vintage seats We had these seats in here for about the last seven years But you know the old saying If it ain't broke, don't fix it Honestly, they're comfortable
0: They work oh, I can relax Okay, he's basically going, "Hey, I got a chair and I can sit in the chair. How great is this?" Look. There's a fridge. You can put fridge, you can put food in the fridge. How great is this? Water bottles, a bottle of this. Hey, look, there's an oven. You know what you can do in an oven? You can cook on an oven. Now you can fast forward. He goes to his bedroom. His bedroom is smaller than mine. He's got a single bed, and then this is where Jesus piece. Yeah, that's where it starts turning a little propaganda where he's like, "Well, as long as I have my Jesus piece, I know that I have everything that I need." And then bathroom, basically living in a a, a small two-bedroom apartment. Okay. Now, here's what I found very inspiring about this, Mr. Harrington. I've sometimes, uh, I find for myself, I'm a little bit claustrophobic, and uh, I've complained that I can't get the best work done in my apartment because it's a very small, cramped apartment, and that I've got the roommate, and he's outside my door. And I've thought to myself, hey, I can't cook in this kitchen. It's a small kitchen. And I fantasized in my mind that if I had money— That even just being able to, like, when I was back in my parents' house and I could sit in, like, a big living room with open windows, I got more writing done. Or when I had more space in the house and I could walk around, like, between—or not even that. I used to have, like, a um, a pull-up bar in my room. I actually had all weight equipment in my room. I had a bike. Pull up bar and like uh you know like a bench like not a bench press thing but like a bar for squatting and doing deadlifts. I used to get up from my chair and work out, and I feel like having all those little things help me be more productive. But then I see this, and it's like just a it, like such a lesson champion top level and he's going like i i always thought that these people then they end up buying like you know they've got the sauna in their house they've got the 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 pit you know like one of those chirogenic freezer things like they've got every tool that you could possibly have that would keep you above the game where like you know the outsiders couldn't compete with you because you, you know you know what i mean like the top technology things the jacuzzis that when you get back from the gym you sit in it and you're going through recovery But then you see the guy, absolute, probably has made, has he made the most of any boxer ever? No, Mayweather,
1: probably. Mayweather, for sure. But he's got to be up there when when I see the dollar figures he's getting for some of these fights. Well, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, heavyweight boxing, especially recently, he's commanding, like, the heaviest purses. I mean, I think guys like Canel Alvarez have still made more in their career. Manny Pacquiao, I'll look it up now, but... Um. No, I mean, like for sure, the sixty million guaranteed for a rematch for a fight he was supposed to win in the first place. I think he made forty for the first, so hundred million just this year is is astounding.
0: Yeah, or just sleeping in a more comfortable bed so that your body would recover. I don't know. I find that pretty inspiring. That it's like, listen, I I, I, I keep it simple, and that helps me focus on the task at hand. And uh, this is all I
1: need to be champion. Well, I think, like, that's the difference between Ruiz, honestly. Um, If you look at, like, something like that, uh, Ruiz went, got himself all the flashy cars, all the, you know, the best of the best, the mansion, like, living that Hollywood lifestyle. Um, You know, and it came back to bite him versus somebody like Joshua who stayed humble, who stayed, you know, on his game. And, you know, like, it, it clearly, in this sport, it does, you know, there are proven results from it.
0: All right. So now I want to get into what uh, they did after two weeks of or maybe it was even three weeks at this point, all the congressional hearings about, um, you know, gathering the evidence to put together an impeachment for Donald Trump. Uh, they decided to debate it. And I think it went. Can you Google this? It was either a 12 hour uh, debate that they had or it was a 14 hour debate. Either way, it was a, it was a full day event. These people were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And Mr. Harrington. Do you think if people got together for a twelve-hour meeting, and the goal of that meeting was that at the end of the day they were going to take a vote and decide whether or not that they were going to move forward with an impeachment, you think that that uh, you think they take the vote?
1: I I think that's the only thing they're supposed to be doing.
0: Yeah, you would think you get together, you go, hey, we're going to have as long of a meeting as we need to have, and at the end of the thing we're going to take a vote, and then when it reaches the end, the guy Nadler goes, all right, you know what, we're going to come back and vote tomorrow, and uh. Firstly, what's great about that is that you know it's like, hey man, fourteen hours of bullshit's not enough. We're we're gonna have to rest up. That way we can come back here tomorrow morning and uh, start spewing some fresh bullshit. I need I need I need a rest. I can't even I can't even host this uh, this vote. Everyone's everyone's so bullshitted out. I'm concerned that they won't be able to raise their hands. Everyone's too exhausted. So we got to come back here tomorrow, eight a.m. And what's great is that the guy sitting next to him, who's the uh, ranking Republican, freaks the fuck out. He reacts like, did you watch Lost at all, Harrington? Yeah. So my feeling with Lost is I saw that thing through to the end. It started to suck, but the first seasons were so good. I saw it through to the end, and then you finally got to the end, and you're like, oh, they never even had an ending for this thing. And retroactively, I was pissed from season one. I was like, they they, they lied to me. I thought they had this whole thing figured out. And they didn't. It sucked at the end. They just they just like got to the end, and they're like, shit, well, we got to end this somehow. That's basically what
1: happened there. Makes me very nervous for uh, Watchmen, which I just got into, and it's eh, showrun I'm by not... Damian Lindelof. No, oh, is dude, that the it's same showrunner? Same showrunner. Uh, this first season of Watchmen is... I mean, dude, they legitimately... Their last episode is the best love story ever told, and they did it inside of an hour. It's amazing. Eh, well,
0: maybe I'll check out that episode. I, I think I watched the... First two with
1: my roommate. I just thought it was slow. I didn't like the style and did the you, action sucked. Did you and- read Watchmen? No. Okay. I mean that's it's a seminal graphic novel if you've ever considered if you've ever heard anything about nerd calls. Seminal
0: culture. and graphic novel, you can sell that as being important,
1: yeah. but it's still a graphic novel. Yeah, I mean it's it's legitimately I mean, if every book is a morality tale, this one just has pictures. It's the only thing that sets it apart. Alan Moore is up there with okay. the lit- best literary minds of the last century.
0: And you take it that every book is morality tale? I mean, essentially,
1: yeah. Okay, sure. I didn't read much as a kid.
0: And then I discovered nonfiction books, and I'm like, these books actually have information. And if I'm going to sit down and I'm going to invest my time in reading, I'll take the ones that are informative— over the ones that, you know, are going to try and... I Also, I can't concentrate. Like, they start describing stuff, and I space out. I'll make it through a chapter and be like, I don't know what the hell is going on in this. Whereas, I can go read the cliff notes, and then it just gives me
1: the facts. Hey, they went here, they went there, they did their thing, and I'm like, okay, I get it. I, I mean, it's the difference between... I am caught between two history podcasts right now, Revolutions, and then, obviously, Hardcore History. And it's like, they're both going over, like, one, it, Revolutions is just, like, dates, facts, people. This happened, that happened. Because of that, this happened. Parker history is like, it's like a boxing match, heavyweight slugging it out on the battlefields of Belgium. And it's like, what the hell are we doing? Like, one's like a fun story. The other one's like date fact. You know what I mean? I don't know. Can't get behind it. But graphic novels, though, has the picture. So you don't need to imagine what it is. You get to see what it is. You take in all your information right there.
0: I uh, when I first heard other comedians talking about reading uh, comic books, there was a part of my brain that really shat on them in my head. In my head, I'm not saying anyone like ah, what a bunch of losers! You guys read comic books? Like, firstly, oh, that's only part of it because I kind of liked all those comic book cartoons. But I was surprised that anyone had money for comic books because if I if I think about myself compared to most other comics, I think I actually grew up a little bit more affluent. But I never had cash to go buy comic books. Like they always seemed very uh, they always seemed very expensive. So they were never, even though they were somewhat intriguing, they were never anything that I
1: purchased. And then in high school, I never would have thought to have uh, read comic books. Well, like when we were kids, usually it was like, uh, I think Marvel had like a whole promotion through the early 90s. Like we stopped the line at one ninety nine, So it's like any of those books you could get for $2, you know? And oh. if you're at the grocery store and it's in like a spinner rack anyway, and it's like, uh, you know, this will keep them quiet for an right. hour but for I, two bucks.
0: I sure. read all the, uh, w- growing up, I used to love, I mean, I always read Mad Magazine. That was my absolute favorite I also loved um, Calvin and Hobbes. That was my, like, dude. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. Calvin and Hobbes. I could still, every once in a while, I end up, like, in my my house and I pull it out. It's still great. There's yeah. magic
1: to Calvin and Hobbes. Dude, the jokes were so strong. They were so strong. And
0: the cartooning style of the thing. Yeah. And just the lighthearted, lovable flavor. And then also being able to, like, relate to this ADD kid who uh, is getting in trouble. And then also kind of feeling, you know what else it was? I almost felt um, a tinge of shame that the character was so much more imaginative than I was. Mm -hmm. But I think that also inspired you to be like, it's okay to be like a a space cadet.
1: Yeah, but I think there was also a certain side of it where it's like you look at it as an adult now, and it's like, yeah, that's the imagination of like a you know thirty-something-year-old who's had yeah you know two decades of pop culture influences. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. yeah of course his imagination is deeper. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything I wanted to be other than a cop or an astronaut.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It was it was lighthearted. It was fun. You can relate to the guy. And then I also used to
1: love Far Side. I've read. I you oh, for sure loved yeah. Far Side, dude. I had the Far. Side calendar every single year throughout like elementary through middle school it was uh, the best brian just picked his head up
0: he's all about far side oh hell yeah
1: now brian had the uh brian saying he had like the big volumes yeah got, like, and, when, and, Noble. and when
0: you can get them in color that was the oh, jam yeah. when they when they when they pumped them up with the color it was well, great
1: yeah because they would always do the sunday far side would be in color right so they just did like a whole book of all the color ones it was great
0: and then i didn't love this as much but i did also read a fair amount of dilbert
1: yeah, Dilbert I could never get into.
0: You know what was the, the great one was they did one book of just Wally, and Wally was a great character. Wally was like the mischievous slacker guy in the office who was always getting away with, like, stunts to not get work done. Okay. Um, I feel like I got into Garfield a little bit. And nah, never, never. Oh, and I will shit on. I will come out strong, hard, and firm. I never got Charlie Brown. Never, yeah. none of them, none of the cartoons, none of the comics, none of it ever appealed to me in any shape, way, or form. The aesthetic of like the uh like the the videos that they put together, you know, like the they always used to play like the holiday ones. The, the whole thing did zero for me.
1: Dude, if you like Charlie Brown, you liked life cereal. I like life cereal. Oh dude, you're the worst. I <laughs> do you like life cereal? Here's
0: how you gotta eat life cereal though. Life cereal is a weird cereal that you can't um most cereals when they get soggy or bad. Life cereal, you put into a bowl, you put in the milk, and you got to walk away for like two to three minutes. You need it to go from... You don't want it soggy, soggy, where it starts kind of like all forming into one mold. That's not what you want. But you want when each piece... Like as if you're you put your dick into cold water and it goes like softer. You want each of those pieces to go from crunchy to like bent over soft.
1: You want like al dente, like cereal. De- what's al dente? <laughs> that's like uh, it's like the pasta that's got like a little bit of give in it.
0: Yeah, you want it a little bit of give. You want it when it when it all loses its crunch. And I like things with the crunch, but there's something about life cereal where you, you got it. And by the way, I am not a person. I usually want to shove things down my throat immediately. <laughs> Like, the second I put it in the bowl, yeah, you almost got to treat life like instant soup. You put the hot water into instant soup, and you got to let it, like, just sit there for a minute or two, and then you stir it up and you eat it. Life, but you don't want to stir it. You got to pour the milk. You got to walk away. I just picture you being so impatient. <laughs> I guess. I. But also, it's not like I would put life in my necessarily – My I don't know. Life is like the, you mix it up, and it feels like it's a little healthier, even though it's not. You look at the sugar content. It's just as bad. Yeah but there's something about it that it, it seemed like it was less nefarious than, for instance, a, a bowl of, like, Cocoa Puffs.
1: Um, yeah, that's, like, why it immediately
0: came to mind. <laughs> Which might also be why I am pro-life is that I...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, No, my mom wouldn't really buy, like, the intense sugar cereals, but I think occasionally we'd have life. So it might just be that uh, life was so much better than, like, a Raisin Bran, for example, uh, that, um, I don't know. I think we've talked enough about the cereal, unless you had something else you wanted to add there. I got nothing. Oh, okay. So what was great is the the other guy, he freaks out. He's like, dude, we've been here this whole fucking time. What do you mean we're not just taking the vote? 13 hours. 13 hours. There you go. It was a bar mitzvah. Uh, so I want you to play this video, uh, because it's, uh, when he makes the announcement that they're not taking the vote, uh, cause it gets a little confusing. So it's, um, I don't know. Do you see where it is in my notes? Yep.
1: Give me Perfect. One, one I'm pulling it up. Do, 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 do. Oh, Christ almighty.
0: Well, while you're looking for it, the guy's reaction is first thing is he goes 8 a.m., 8 a.m. And, I, you know, I can respect a, a senator who's just furious that he's going to have to wake up early. Oh, okay. It's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's not why I took this job, having to come back at 8 a.m. He looks like... Which South Park characters does he look like? I feel like it's the Mongolians who were trying to invade...
1: No, you know what I'm thinking of? Uh, the uh, the Nambla guy. Who is the, who's the Nambla guy? I'll pull guy? him up in one second. You want to watch this? Yeah.
0: The vote this committee just took was not a vote on final passage of the article. It was a procedural vote which precedes final passage of each of the articles. It has been a long two days of consideration of these articles, and it is now very late at night. I want the members on both sides of the aisle to think about what has happened over these last Okay, days. can you take it back to the beginning? Take it back to the very can beginning and play it again. Clear. The vote this committee just took was not a vote on final passage of the article; it was a procedural vote, which precedes
1: That's the very beginning. final
0: passage. Yeah, of all each right, you can stop articles. it. They brought back the writers to Monty Python. You ever see that scene in uh, Life of Brian?
1: No. Uh, no.
0: Okay, you got to play that now. Type in uh, Life of Brian. Um, I don't know. You could probably just do like meeting or political meeting, or I bet that I bet that'll bring it up.
1: Political parties.
0: Yeah, try that cuz basically they do uh they like they have a meeting about having no like not having future oh, meetings.
1: Oh Christ almighty.
0: They're like from now on instead of talking about getting things done, we're going to get things done. This one? Uh no, it's not this. They're they're in the room when they Not this? Not this. This one, this scene's funny too, but it's, um, uh, oh, it's at the Life of Brian meeting to take action. Oh, there okay. you go. And boost up the sound.
2: Why is it so low? Uh, you, there you go. Well,
0: quite frankly, siblings, I think five years is optimistic
2: unless we can smash the Roman Empire within the next 12 months. 12 months. Yeah. 12 months. And let's face it, as empires go, this is the big one. So we've got to get up off our
1: asses and stop just talking about it! Yeah. yeah!
2: I agree, it's action that counts, not words, and we need action now! Yeah! yeah. yeah. You're right, we could sit around here all day talking, passing resolutions, making clever speeches! It's not a shift. one Roman soldier! So let's just stop gabbing on about it! It's completely pointless, and it's getting us nowhere! Right! right. I
1: agree, this is a complete waste of time! The What? 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 back him off! They're going to crucify him! Right! This calls for immediate discussion! Yeah. What? Immediate! Right! New motion! <coughs> Completely new motion! Uh,
0: that, uh... Alright, you can stop it.
2: there
0: be, uh, imme- Alright, now, now replay Nadler. Re- replay Nadler and tell me this isn't out of the exact same script. To be clear, the vote this committee just took was not a vote on final passage of the article. It was a procedural vote which precedes final passage of each of the articles. It has <laughs>
1: been a long two days. All
0: right, you can stop it there. Uh <laughs> uh and then here was the other thing that I just loved about uh all of these meetings. Did you watch any of them? Did you catch any of the highlights?
1: Dude, you told me they were boring, so I was like, all right. Yeah, they were watching. pretty
0: boring. But one thing that's funny is that they're very nasty to each other, and amidst being nasty to each other, they still have to be politicians. Uh so like, here's my take on it. You'll have like Democratic Nadler go, I'd like to remind the le- gentleman, you know, he's like the head of it. I'll like hit the thing, like, I'd like to remind the gentleman from Tennessee that I think he's a lying sack of shit. And then the other guy will go, I, I want to be recognized. Mr. Chandler, can I be recognized? And he'll go, The gentleman from Tennessee is re recognized. And he goes, Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I want to let everyone know that I think you're a Jew faced liar. <laughs> and then the chairman will go, That's enough. The chairman would like to thank the gentleman. And now for his comments, it's like such a ridiculous structure where everyone <laughs> Refers to everyone as the gentleman and the chairman, and then they're just totally cunts to each other.
1: That's so funny.
0: Oh, by the way, in total ADD fashion, can we go back to? I want to go back to talking about the fight for one second, the Andy Ruiz thing. Okay. If I, I love that it was in uh, Saudi, uh, or you know that the Saudis put it on, and the second they just put up entertainment, we're like, all right, we're cool with these people. If they're gonna, if they're gonna pay for our entertainment, I don't have a problem
1: with them. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, dude, we let the WWE get away with it.
0: No, but it's just like, it's a testament of like, you know, you just have to give people something and they don't, they don't care. Um, and all right. On that note, when it comes to entertainment, um, I feel like, uh, there's this really great book, uh, called, um, uh, I think it was entertaining ourselves to death. Shit. I probably should have looked up what it was before, uh, I started this, um, but basically, I mean, you can look at Trump and you could say that he's the first uh, reality TV president. Um, but sure, that uh, that analysis is almost quasi inaccurate because he's also in part the first social media pres- president. No, well, you could say Obama is because he yes. used Facebook very well. But Obama still did c- get coverage through t- traditional means, and he also um, was a, was a politician. Whereas Trump was almost, I mean, a businessman, but also his background was more of an entertainer and as people who seem to care more about entertainment than legislation or like a moral code, um, you know, in a, in a culture obsessed with entertainment, uh, someone like Trump can rise to the top because he's the best at the thing that we care the most about. Yeah, but we already had this with Reagan and we already had this
1: with JFK winning the uh, the You mean the, that he looked
0: prettier. And that's all it took was looking prettier.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, JFK is the first one to realize that, you know, all he had to to do was use TV. Right? Yeah, it was an it was a medium that Nixon didn't understand yet. Right. Well, then
0: Nixon won the next one because he figured out, hey, I need to use TV. Thanks and then to our boy Raj. Yeah, he worked with Raj. And by the way, Raj is the one who really I, I read the book. Uh, it was like the electing of a blank president. They were talking about all the TV production and how they managed to like Nixon would just be in there for set amounts of times, and they would like get all the questions beforehand so he could be prepared for those questions, and then. Oh my God. Like they get the lighting. They would make the place super cool so that he wouldn't sweat all these fucking tricks. But anyways, so you get, you keep going like, you know, everything kind of builds on itself. So that keeps building on itself all the way till you get to Trump who he's here because he's just entertaining. But what's coming next is forget like reality TV, which we can all say was like kind of uh, a guilty pleasure. It was not the highest of arts forms, but we all kind of liked it. But worse than that, I think we can all agree is the YouTube and social media influencers like that. If you want to start comparing what's like garbage, cultural television, you jump from reality TV to like what some of these YouTube stars are. And you're like, okay, this is certifiably more garbagey. Is that
1: fair? Yeah. I'm worried about where this is going, Rob. Oh, why? Where do you think it's going? You're going to tell, like, because you're right. It is the national progression, and I fucking hate the fact that, like, you know. No, what I'm getting at is if you
0: thought Trump was scary, your next round of politicians are going to be social media stars. <sighs> that is the downward trajectory here. The first one is kind of AOC, um, it, but there's there's worse people coming. We're at stage one of jumping from Going further down this rabbit hole of, hey, let's elect entertainers or just being, like, that's being the cultural value. That's how you become popular. That's how you win us over. And we're going from you know traditional politicians who i guess figured out well how can i look pretty or how can i use tv as a medium to people who we just know from tv as a medium and they're good at being on tv and they're comfortable in that setting so they can win a debate against a seasoned politician to what's coming next which is young kids who i don't understand who are voting who will be voting for people who they found they they found through social media
1: yes uh well i happen to know of a show um that has like a pretty good YouTube presence. Uh, deals with a lot of millennials, and I'm I'm sure even some Zoomers. Uh, part of the problem, <laughs> like why are why aren't we just figuring out a way to make Dave a senator?
0: <laughs> well, Dave's not interested. For one, I would take that job because I'm a scumbag piece of shit, and yeah, I know dude. what the retirement benefits look like. And to get the inside look, listen, I work sales, dude. I don't, I fucking, I'll, 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 I would, I will play that part for four years, get the inside look on how government really looks because I think it's fascinating. In an act of nobility, I would stay true to my libertarian goals, and I would try to reduce government as much as possible. And I would paint the story: Hey, guys, you voted for me, and I'm a fucking retard. And if you voted for me and I'm retarded, think about how dumb you guys are that you're putting people like me in here. People that will use words like retarded. Wh- say
1: it to camera. This what? is your moment, Robbie. Say oh, it to camera. Okay.
0: <laughs> if you guys vote for me, a retard, Robbie the retard, known in some circles, <laughs> what does that say about you? What does that say about you as the voting public and your ability to make decisions about who you're going to put into office? What it says is that you can be lied to. What it says is that you don't have a great gauge of character and that nefarious individuals are able to take these government offices and then use them for private gain. You know how I know that, because that's what I'm doing today. I took this job because I know that there's great insurance benefits and enough of a pension plan that I will be set for the rest of my life. I also get a personal thrill about seeing the inside work of politics, and I'm here solely for the entertainment... And for the benefits that come when I leave office. But the moral of the story is if I can be here and scam the system, others can as well. And that's why we must lessen the role of government. They are doing you no favors. People like me are here exploiting the system for their own good. And that's why I'm going to do everything within my power to lessen the role of government, also because I'm lazy. I don't even really want to work while I'm here, which is in your best interest because anything I do would probably not benefit you anyways. So let you, I. I but while I'm here, I'm not going to work because I'm lazy. I'm going to take the benefits, and I'm going to try and restrict government as much as po- possible so that the next guy can't screw you as much as I did. How was that?
1: Sorry, I was trying to find the dum-dum-da-dum. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking presidential music.
0: <laughs> uh, we could put it in post. I rambled a little bit, too. I, I probably could have kept it uh, a little bit more concise. Uh, but anyways, out in, uh, I think it's Michigan, there's this lady who's running against Elon um, uh, Omar. She got thrown off of Twitter because she said some nasty remarks about Elon Omar that uh, people uh, didn't appreciate. And uh, just to kind of show, I guess, how far like traditional politicians I don't see how people vote for them or buy into their bullshit but at least there's like a flavor of the traditional politician that I can understand how people could buy into but these next generation of politicians it's like it's the same as YouTube influencers I don't get why it's entertaining I don't get why people like it 1200 live. so I want to watch a little bit of um, uh, a few of these videos just to kind of show people how much of a freak this chick is alright Attractive and trashy, but just you gotta you gotta hear a little bit of her to believe it. Uh why am I not? It's um numbered four where it says eight twenty one, which means go to like around eight minutes and twenty one seconds.
1: Okay. <laughs> this looks like it's gonna be a goddamn nightmare. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just wanna make sure I got everything else muted
2: site yet? I, I saw it's, on Twitter you guys were working on that. It's in the process of being built. Um Hopefully we can get it up in about a week or so and I will be able to share more of my views. I've been trying to keep up with everybody's questions and I can't. There's, I'm trying. I just don't have enough time today yeah, to answer I mean, everybody got individually. Gotcha. Um, so where did you grow up and where do you live now? I grew up in, <laughs> in <laughs> Illinois. And I grew up in a little town, a Freeport, is that? Freeport. Oh, okay. It's about two hours outside of Chicago. Okay. I lived there until I was about age twelve.
0: Okay, we you can stop it there. there. Live- I'm just telling. You, I don't think this person's gonna make it to office, but just expect you're gonna see more young, attractive people that make absolutely no sense to you that just talking that wah, 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 you'd be like, I don't even know if that's English. What language are these people talking? What the fuck is going on here? And we're, we're at the beginning of it and no one else is talking about that. That is a, this is a fucking scandal of the century is that fucking retards with YouTube shows are going to be making a run for this stuff.
1: Robbie, I, I don't understand why you're fighting against this. Let's just lean into it. Let's get a- you. Trying, elected. Well, we,
0: you know what? I just need a level of fame. If uh, we can figure out how to attract more of an audience, then, uh, you know, uh, sandwiches for all. Sandwiches for—I
1: mean, again, Robbie. <laughs> anytime you make a declaration like that, I need you to look at camera.
0: Sandwiches for all. Yeah, no, no, sandwiches for all. Uh, my name's Robert Bernstein, and I approve this sandwich. <laughs> Are you sick of being packed meatloaf by your wife? Keep, keep playing it. You walk around hungry. Unsure where you should be eating your next meal Well, that's what I'm here for Once you put me into office You'll never have to be concerned about where you'll eat lunch again All sandwiches will be provided On rye bread, of course, with delicious deli meats Whatever you want to put on there Just stacks Stacked high, deli meats, fresh barbecue Whatever you want to put between your rye bread is your business And we support you And that's why in, when's the next election? 2024?
1: Uh, Yeah, you're not going to be eligible by 2020, right? What do you mean? I'm 31. I'm an old man. No, you got to be 35. So 2024.
0: No, I don't want to be president. President's too much.
1: Just senator. Senator, you get all the benefits. It's a good time. I don't know. I isn't that every year senator? Isn't there a senator opening every other year or something? Who knows? All right, it's enough for
0: the shenanigans. Uh, I would like to turn this over uh, to Mr. Feldstein. Let's give him a call and let's see what the uh, let's see what he's up to. Yeah. M- Mr. Feldstein... First is, I want to say uh, thank you for uh, allowing Harrington Her- a couple minutes to eat dinner. I like that you respect dinner enough that if a man had a fresh <laughs> plate of food, you weren't going to keep Let's you weren't or, yeah you weren't going to keep him to a schedule. Oh, or, you were you weren't going to go okay. hey. That that's just that it's it's like of course there's <laughs> there's the,
2: there would be no alternative.
0: It's the nature of what if we I, do here. You show up with a if fresh I plate. I am
2: man dinner. If I would that that just. That's just not me. Then Yosef Felstein's not your name. <laughs> it, it's not. Let's let's not have the record state that that's
0: my name. But. Absolutely. It's been uh. It's been a long time. How have you been? How have the kids? How's the holiday season? The rest of your birthday celebrations? Oh, it 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 started and ended when you saw it.
2: All right, and Thanksgiving. But The holidays were great. I I uh, was sad that I didn't get a chance to see you during it, but uh. It was still good nonetheless.
0: Well, next year you'll have to come out for uh, the Shedcast when we do the second chapter in the uh, reenactment of Alice's Restaurant. I hope that you'll be able to make it and uh, party with us in the Shed.
2: Well, I was, I was more talking about the uh, the rendezvous in Stanford on Thanksgiving Day.
0: Oh, ah, well, you know, that, was, that wasn't as much the highlight, but I, I, I get where your head's at. I get where you're coming
2: from. Um, Well, if I was there, it would have been the highlight. I would have made it the highlight.
0: Yosef, I ate a half a pound of ginger cookies today, and then I also drank, they have their uh, ginger triple brew, which I was reading about when I was at home because they send out that fancy flyer that they really get, like, they they like to write, like, a whole book about, here's what's going on at Trader Joe's this month, and they really, there's some old, like, 40-year-old women who really sit down and type the hell out of that thing. And the first page was about the ginger beer, and that's all. That's all I read. After that, I got bored. But then, when I was in the store, I was like, "All right, they really talked this thing up. I got to go find it." So I was having gin in my ginger uh, in the ginger beer thing, while eating those ginger cookies, and I am fucked up right now, dude. I am hopped up on ginger. That's
2: that's a good place to be. Um, I feel like you didn't you didn't give it its proper intro no like, no
0: no no i biked you know, i biked to that trader joe's worked up an appetite got outside the store and before getting up back on my bike i ripped them open like the savage i am and i ate them on a street corner and i ate like three or four to experience it then i brought it back i shared it with my friends just, and ate some more and then i came I'm back to it i am just saying you're like yeah i fucking ate some cookies i don't know oh, you think mean you said
2: cookies you mean I don't that, even I didn't,
0: you that, I, that I think you that I that well you know what it is it's that I, it started off delicious but I ate too many of them so I got mixed feelings but you you sent me you went big on this you said I found a cookie that's I, so I good
1: really, I rarely
2: take such a a, a bold hard stance. Line <laughs> stance. on anything. You and like I, to remain more neutral. Line? Yeah, I kind of like toe the line. I don't want to go outside my bounds, but on this, I I said I think what I said to you it's the best mass-produced cookie that i've ever had and that your chips ahoy and your oreos could suck my dick and your tates is that tates right people do like the tates people like the Tates. tates but the trader joe's mini gingerbread with
0: fudge icing i believe it's called how good was that icing? It's, white, it was like, it's a white fudge icing. It's basically what you'd find on the outside fudge, of like a flips pretzel, like the white fudge flip pretzel. Yeah, but, but on the was, bottom of a crispy uh, ginger snap. It has the perfect snap, that gingerbread cookie. It, it almost. perfect snap.
2: It, and the it all, icing, it, yeah. it's not like it would fall off. It was fully encased on the back of it. It, it was just perfect.
0: It, it, it's the it, perfect it, cookie. It had the uh, almost the the bite of like a pretzel. That's how much snap the thing had in it. Um, and but let me ask you this: Do you feel like if you were eating that cookie year round, that it would have the same staying power for you as an Oreo cookie? Absolutely not. I you think mean the the time of
2: year definitely adds to it. But I think if you again, it it comes back to our we've been talking about this for many years. If you keep it. Isolated in a very small range of time, just like the pumpkin stuff, which went way outside its its comfort zone, to the point where it it just was was di- it just did bad things for the pumpkin Slutty stuff. Slutty pumpkin. In, That's what happened. If you <laughs> exactly, if you keep it in a one month kind of tight range, it's the perfect cookie because you know you could only have it one month a year, and I think. I doubt you'd be able to find that at a Trader Joe's in March.
0: So what Trader Joe's has year long year round, which is a very similar item,
2: beautiful things.
0: They've got those tubs with the with like the cookie dunkers, and they have like a frosted oatmeal dunker. Um, that it the taste profile is very similar. Um Now, what's devilish about this cookie is that it comes in an, a full pound box. Not for a very, not for a big price tag. I mean, if you wanted to eat a full pound of cookies I'm every kidding, day, I don't
2: even know. I, I'm, I only, uh, I, I don't actually yeah. purchase it. It
0: was probably under five dollars, right? I'm gonna, I'm eyeballing three fifty, but I could be wrong okay. here because okay, I just, I wasn't paying was that much died, attention. Yeah, the thing is
2: the thing was massive, and even in my house where I exist, and also you know two kids and a wife eating them. The box lasted forever. It seemed like.
0: How do you? So I don't understand this about you because you're not immensely large box. You're not a skinny fellow, and a box no, of food. Because I've been to your house before, and I've opened up the snack drawer, and I go, I don't understand how this is still here tomorrow morning, because if I if I had that snack drawer, it would not last till tomorrow morning. I would eat all of it until I got That's sick. I, but how is that? Like I don't I don't understand how. You've got the fat bone, but, like, you don't need to finish what's in your house. I don't get that. I don't get how, like... Because I, I know that it kind of has
2: to last till the end of the week or the end of two weeks. Something like that. Like, that's kind of in there mentally.
0: You know how to somehow. pace yourself. I'm kind of like that with booze. I, I want to have a long-term relationship with booze. So, like, even though I drink, you know, I, I know how to, like, not overdo it on any given evening. Because I want, I want to be able to come back to it the next day. I'm like a marathon runner when it comes to my alcoholism. Now, Mister Harrington,
2: yeah. When it comes to booze, you don't like to have
0: too much around for that exact reason. Yeah, I had to take it out of the house the other
1: week.
0: (laughs) 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 I made, I made the mistake recently. I went, uh, whatever happened. I was in the liquor store, and then once, like, once I took out my card, I bought like just a whole, like, I think four or five bottles or whatever. And then what ends up happening is on nights that I wouldn't have drinking at all, I'll end up having like two doubles right. before I go to bed very casually. And then all of a sudden you turn around and it's like on a week where you would have had zero drinks, you've now had four drinks every single night before bed. And you're like, there was just no reason for that. I could have just gone right. to sleep instead of you've having... Been, you've been totally fine without it. Yeah, it did nothing for me. Like, why am I drinking two doubles before I go to sleep for no reason? There's nothing That's good right. at the... There's nothing I got to take the edge off for be- before I'm doing. All right. So, before I move on here, uh Harrington decided he really wanted to taste these cookies in all their glory. So, he oh. went on a Yeah, too. Yeah, he went on a 24-hour fast to completely cleanse his palate from any other food items and get into this food 100% fresh. Harrington, what can you tell us uh what can you report to us as a man coming off a 24-hour fast and uh trying these cookies? It's the uh, best cookie I've ever eaten. There you go. And now that might be because he was starving. I don't know. Do you think it was because you were
1: starving or? Nope. Uh, I never believe any of my actions have consequences. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> by that logic, uh, those cookies are perfect just the way they are. And by
0: the way, as we come into holiday season and we try and inspire people and uh, share the feel good spirit, Harrington, can you can share the good
1: news with us? Yes, Robbie Bernstein. Uh, as of about 10 days ago, I am now a homed person. There you go. The Harrington. And uh, do you find,
0: like, you have to ease your way back into home living? Like, now you just sleep on the floor, and then you move up to the bed. (laughs) You don't shower every day. Like, how are you kind of transitioning? Is it a
1: difficult transition? So it's funny that you put it like that, because uh, initially, like, when I moved in, I didn't have a – Like, I had a bed Do you play the sounds of the subway (laughs) to go to sleep? (laughs) Yeah. so, I had a mattress. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, a bed frame, but I didn't have a mattress on it for like the first couple of days. So, yeah, in fact, I was sleeping on the floor. There you go. For like uh, four or five days there. And then uh, I moved on to, um, you know, I moved on to like sleeping on a mattress with no sheets. Uh, now I have sheets and a blanket. Um, I still. You're a rich man. No, I am not a rich man. It's like I am easing into it in the sense that like I don't I I don't shower there regularly. I don't I don't like the shower. I got used to like showering at Blink Fitness. So it gets me in the the process of like getting up, going to the gym, and then showering. You know what I mean? If Harrington were a rich man, yeah, lie. could uh Sunnyside Queens? All right. Yeah, dude. It's all right. What's the uh, what's the roommate situation? A uh, bunch of people who I don't know. Um, you know, but we're making it work. Uh, there's an elderly Asian couple. Um and do they then, yell at each other? Because then that could be a lot of fun. Constantly. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> it's not the worst. <laughs> oh, that's
0: so fun. And do they have heavy Asian accents also? I mean, come on, dude.
1: So is- fun. Are you kidding me? It's it's not all it's cracked up to be, Um, especially because like he's a super loud snorer. And I'm in oh. like an inside room that doesn't have uh doesn't have any windows. Uh, oh, so if, like my only form of ventilation is like the window that leads out to the kitchen and then the window that goes, or like the vent that goes into their bedroom. Uh, So I just hear him snoring all night long. Uh, So you just feel like you're like breathing. It's
2: It's
1: a lot, dude. Anytime they find any Anytime they have any kind of argument at night, it's uh, I, I just have to give up on sleep. It's a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> no, are they up at like two in the morning, just smoking cigarettes and yelling at each other? No, there's no smoking in the apartment, unfortunately. Because if there was, my god, dude, I am white trash enough to love smoking in an apartment. But even uh, in a room without a window, you would just you dog, would smoke a cigarette in a heartbeat. There's two vents. I would definitely do it interesting yeah dude don't give a fuck i have nothing valuable in my apartment like the only problem is if you pull
0: that move your clothes it's like a different level of how much your clothes smell will start smelling like
1: cigarette smoke it gets a little gross yeah i mean dude everything about me is a little bit gross it's fine
0: (laughs) what's up bk chris all right He's got nothing else for you. Um, and what's the bathroom situation like? Have you had moments one, where you got to
1: take a shit and it's just like there's a line of people? One bathroom that's only hap- only The only thing that's happened to me once is uh, I had to pee like unreasonably bad. Like I drank like a whole liter of seltzer before bed and uh, I just like... I had to go. There was somebody who had just started a shower when I opened up my eyes. I was like, "Fuck!" So I went into the kitchen. and I grabbed a wonton soup thing and I <laughs> went back into my room and, like peed. And then I accidentally put it back in the sink and uh, I mean the fridge. <laughs> I I, just, I left it in the corner of my room for like two days until I could like go and dump it in the toilet at like 2 a.m. without anybody knowing. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> I, I've I've had a couple times where I woke up and I had
0: to like get out of my apartment quick and go to the gym. Because otherwise, my roommate was in the bathroom, and I would have shat my pants. That's like no. I had, I I had to fucking sprint out of there. I knew it was coming. I knew that's why I woke up early. I gotta say, of every pet peeve, like of all the things that kind of bother me in the world, the biggest one is waking up in the morning and not being able to use the bathroom like right away. I find uh, I've got my stomach pretty trained. To, to shit for breakfast, that's what I do. And if I if I don't get that thing out of there, it, it could be a whole blockage. It could create a lot of problems for me, Mr. Feltz, and it causes a lot of anxiety. And so I've told my roommate before, like, we got to keep to a schedule. I don't care what it is. Like, you tell me when you want to wake up. I make my own schedule. Like, I will, I will train myself. You want to start waking up every morning at 8 a.m.? I'll switch to 7:30. You want 8 a.m.? I'll go to 8:30. You pick it, but you gotta keep to it. And let me tell you, when I've woken up, like when I've woken up in the morning with my alarm, like at 8, and he's still in the bathroom because he woke up late. I mean, I I don't see I don't say anything ever.
2: If you don't have access to the bathroom, that just it just
0: when you wake yeah, up, man. and not just that, when you when you've agreed on the schedule, it's like, hey man, you can have first dibs. Oh, you or, actually agreed to this? Yeah, I was like, you have that's first dibs. The- I don't care uh-huh. what time you want it, but that like that's your time. And then he and he never he never kept to it, man. I would get so mad. I never said anything though because I'm a pussy. But I would I would just sit outside that's and resent his soul. I curse his spirit. I
2: thought you didn't have the conversation.
0: No, no, no. We- shut- no, I, I, I had the conversation of like, um, hey man, I need to know what time you're waking up in the morning. I don't care what it is. But like, you know, I gotta know when I can wake up and use the use the bathroom. But he never, he didn't, he didn't keep to it. Nope. Nope. Not a man of his world. Not a man of dignity. Not a man of honor. Unlike you, Mr. Yosef. Which brings us to our next topic. You're here to defend a man's will to go and eat what he pleases. To enjoy his life to fill his belly, to eat the carbs and stay calm, and that's why you're protesting the vegan lifestyle. You're saying that there's evidence out there of people who have been trying to impose the vegan lifestyle on their kids, children who don't have a choice. They don't know better. They're following their parents' lead. They're under the guidance of their uh, of uh, the elders who have been entrusted in them to protect their protect them and and serve them well. And you're taking issue with this, so lay it on us. <laughs> <laughs> what a buildup!
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just saw this uh, news story about these these fucking parents who uh, were, I guess, imposing their vegan lifestyle and and diet on their eighteen month old. Like what the fuck, man! What do you? What is kids, is tit milk? Is tit milk vegan? Yeah, yeah, but at a certain point, like kids need to start eating actual stuff
0: also i could bet vegan tit milk probably just comes out like air it's like if you're just like what? doing it, vegan shit why? all the time
2: it always, to, it always goes back to tit milk with you and kids you think like that's what they survive on for
0: for like 10 years that's what i would go for if i was a kid <laughs> <Be> like forget <laughs> no, those like for, forget those foods give me that tit milk back but all, i
2: think also the problem was uh kid was born at home and never saw a doctor
0: Oh, shit. Florida, there were some yeah. real freaks. why they do yeah. that?
2: Because they live in Florida.
0: <laughs> it's just... Everyone in Florida is like, you know what? I live in Florida. I got this figured yeah. out. We got sunlight here. I don't need a doctor. I, I hope we don't have any listeners in Florida, but no,
2: it, uh, that's just where the story was. But no, they were like, yeah, vegan, kind of like holistic, you know, hippie people. And they thought they could... uh carry the sun and uh the kid died
0: so well i guess that didn't it really work
2: worked. did not I'm, work I'm out too good kid, like my nine-month-old he's I've, I've said this before like thanksgiving he was eating turkey <laughs> by the by the leg yeah he just <laughs> scooped up the whole leg it. no seriously he was holding that bone just gnawing at it like for for a couple days um dipping meatballs. it in the gravy oh yeah wait There's, you did like, uh you did meatballs on thanksgiving no, I'm just saying that's something that's something that he eats. He's not
0: a a vegan. Now, do you you cook Thanksgiving? Is that accurate? Or you oh, go to yeah. your yeah. How do you get oh, stuck? We, uh, or you like it? You you're a good. Oh, you're pretty it. good chef.
2: Yeah, I I love the the whole uh, experience, and then sitting down and seeing the fruits of my labor.
0: You know, but, I'm uh, I have, for the most part I'm such a bad cook that when I cook things. I, it tastes so bad I wonder if it's just that I'm a bad cook or if I'm eating rotten food that's gonna make me sick
2: <laughs> like that's now like that you're poisoning yourself
0: I yeah I like sometimes I I, I get nervous oh I, this meat must have been bad now there are some things that I've figured out it's just not that easy to cook in my apartment and I was going with the crock pot for a little bit but I, I was running into some even some hiccups with that uh, I just ordered Rockpots
2: are very forgiving.
0: Well, like, we we had the incident with the ribs when I just stayed up till four in the morning. And then I tried cooking, uh, I tried cooking, like, um, chicken breast, which came out okay, but it's not a great, it's not a great, um, like, I don't want to cook a good chillin'. Like, I think, like, overnight with, like, the slow-cooked meats are good. But I find yep. I need things done a little quicker, uh, so I, I just I bought an Instapot. an InstaPot. I just bought the oh, InstaPot. Been, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna oh, start that. experimenting with that. I think it's gonna that's suit gonna me blow, a little better. It's gonna
2: blow your dick off. That's that that thing is perfect for you because it's like, okay, I want a braised beef that generally takes 18 hours in 12 minutes, and you'll have that.
0: Yeah, that's what I need. Also, I got a. Uh, I got to change up my sandwich bodega living a little bit. um, Mostly because over the last couple of years, I thought I wasn't making like enough money that I should concern myself with savings. And so I was being a little compulsive with my spending and, uh, what? Yeah. I'm actually, uh, trying to take care of, uh, some tax stuff at the moment. And, uh, I took the, I was looking through basically all of my finances from the last couple of years. And first I discovered this past year I actually made, What for me is like a reasonable amount of money, like there are actual real working professionals out there that would laugh at my income. But compared to, uh, I guess, being broke, like I'm like, okay, that was like that's a decent check, all things considered. And then I look at what's going to be left after I actually pay taxes. And I'm like, all of my money went to sandwiches. I mean, all of it. Like I might be in in debt to the government for overeating bodega sandwiches, which, by the way, I want to I want to make a motion here. Food, if you weigh less than 200 pounds, all food should be tax deductible. Who is the government to say that they deserve your money before you've at least eaten? No, I don't like
2: that because I want my tax break.
0: So I think, all right, listen. I, I somewhat said it like on uh, with the very strict terms because uh, for comedic value I didn't want to get too into the details. But I think that there could be a strict formula here of height to weight. That if you're within that height okay. to weight, you can deduct your meals. Over that like amount, over that amount, you're overeating, and so listen, you're allowed to overeat, but you're going to be taxed for that amount of food because you don't need it. But I also okay. think I think there should be a fat margin. Like for example, I'm only five six totally totally fit for me is probably 155 a little chunky 165 175 185 we're getting into like all right this guy's got some chub on it 200 we're at light fat that's light fatness we're now we're now a fat guy but we're not obese we're not like we're not what Harrington was a couple months ago we're not there by the way Harrington's looking sexy as hell it's he's like two weeks away from uh from being my frame which I don't like it's lighting a candle on my ass I don't want to be I don't want to uh-huh. be in I don't want to be in second place fatness on the podcast. I don't want that. I want to be number one skinny. <laughs> That's why I've collected this cast of characters. <laughs> we might have to replace Harrington with a thicker produce. We'll bring back G Mike temporarily until we can get Harrington fed Harrington. Anything on uh, anything on these allegations?
1: Um, no, I mean, here's the thing. I wish so much that I was raised like that. You know how happy I would be if If I was raised to be like a full on, uh, if I was just to be full, like I met a kid who in high, uh, summer camp who was like raised vegetarian and it's like, he was the best athlete I ever met. Fucking trim, had a six pack at like 15. Dude, I would kill to have that kind of confidence. You know what I mean? So like, I do think that these kids, I think it's the way to go for your kid cuz like yo they don't know any better. Oh you're going back like three stories here. Oh I thought No no, no I'm I'm on board. I'm okay. I like
0: uh I like You hadn't kicked it to me so I was still waiting. I think, I think there's a difference between I think there's a difference
2: between like once the kids like 10 years old and like train and like doing like a vegetarian lifestyle and like literally a, a baby and restricting their food. And that's mm-hmm. where the they get They'll the, never get to the point to be an athlete when they're fucking like, uh, I
1: don't know. Just I, I disagree. I think that you can feed kids nothing but vegetable proteins. They can get all the vitamins and minerals that they need without becoming addicted to the garbage. And before you know it, you have a super athlete on your hands.
2: All right. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little skeptical. Uh, I don't like uh, dead babies
0: uh, around. I also, I mean... I, I don't think there's any like right way to do things but I can tell you my mom was actually really strict about eating healthy and unhealthy foods and uh even from ice, like, like I used to like Yeah 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 it's it it's uh I don't know it, it's the same thing as like it's like drugs when you're a kid. You just you'll you'll find sugar. You figure it out. It's the thing that you're not allowed to have, and then at some point you hit the age where you can just go, like go to the bodega and eat nothing but donuts every night, and you don't live in your parents' house, and you can put on thirty pounds your freshman year of high school because all of a sudden Drake's cakes aren't just available on the weekends. And at some point that gets bored, so you move on to the, you know that's the real gateway drug. They talk about marijuana, it's sugar. It's sugar
2: for
0: yeah, that that's the gateway drug. Um, all right. So as we kind of come into more of the holiday season, first of Mr. Felton, you got any uh, Christmas plans with the family? No, we're home,
2: but we don't – we're just – it's a day off. Nice. Don't need to do anything. It's great.
0: It's the best. It's the best for the year. Are you you, you going back home? Well, this is what's – I love this about Christmas. For years, I mean, we never did anything for Christmas, but then at some point – uh, my grandparents decided to make a big stink out of their anniversary and their anniversary happens to be on Ooh. Christmas. So I always get a kick out of the fact that the family's getting together to celebrate Christmas. And I always, okay. I always make a big thing about how we're all getting together for Christmas. Um, which obviously it isn't my old tradition for Christmas used to be, I don't know where I picked this up, but it was just to, uh, drink rum and eggnog that started in high school. You know, you get a Christmas hat and you get drunk on rum and eggnog. Okay. Sounds delicious. Harrington, you want to celebrate Christmas with you? You don't drink, but
1: you can have the eggnog. Like, nah, dude, I I can man. I'm fucking I'm grinding, dude. I'm cool. below two hundred five for the first time since like twenty sixteen. I'm, I'm not fucking go, I'm not giving into eggnog cookies at Bobby's house. Yeah. yeah, that's like
2: it's not even like he's easing you into something. Like, oh, have this uh, have this one mini gingerbread cookie.
1: Yeah, come it's like chug lord at my egg house. Like, yeah, Eggnog's like
2: the fucking worst.
0: <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know how well my stomach would uh, handle eggnog at this point. But as we come into holiday season, there are some annoying traditions. Things that happen out there. You leave your house. You got to deal with people doing some terrible, horrible things. And one of the things that you've confronted, which I haven't seen that much of, is uh, people with bells on their clothing. It is the fucking worst. There's one coworker
2: sweetest lady in the world love her she's kind of like the office grandma she's great but uh, right after Thanksgiving she slaps those bells on her every day she she wears bells on her clothing on her legs on her shirts and every time she walks by it's just like the fucking, what is it the uh, make a wish yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. it, that it's picture that sound constantly throughout the whole day every time she walks by and then couple that with like christmas music being blared through the hallways at every turn and
0: on every everywhere oh have a merry day. jolly christmas you want to blow your dun, brain, dun, dun, i like the uh the most wonderful time of the year i like that song a lot no i,
2: I enjoy many of the songs here's the biggest when, problem it's the same thing
0: that we were saying with uh when uh pumpkin got all slutty start putting it out a little bit too easy if they did yeah. two days of Christmas songs, you'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I love oh, these songs." Yeah. But by by the fourth hour of it, because it's it's basically let's just say there's probably one hour of good Christmas songs, and every you yeah. go, they're playing like a different variation of that same hour of songs.
2: like Repeat, like, yeah, or like right like now the f- like the cycle.
0: The fourth time in the season that you hear Rudolph the Red Rose Reindeer, you're like. Find me that deer, I'm going to kill it. Not even a little bit what it is. What? red nose reindeer. What did I say? Red rose. I said red nose, you dumbass. You said red rose. Why would I... I say red rose? That doesn't even make sense.
2: That's a... that's
0: he wants to get into another fight with his wife on air. Give him a second. Oh, dude, that's the <laughs> best way for him to get laid. <laughs> that's true. It's a working formula, buddy. <laughs> Just keep inviting her on. We'll get her all riled up, and uh, you'll, you'll be having a whole army of Henry's. All right, inappropriate uh Harrington. Uh But um
2: where the fuck the where where was you're that?
0: talking about the bells. It like it, what what's oh, up God. with this lady? No one said anything yet. She's way too nice to for anyone to really say anything. Nah, it's on you guys, dog. Yeah, she needs to know. She's a nice person. She doesn't want to be bothering everyone bringing bad vibes when she's trying to bring v- good vibes on a daily basis just ringlinging ringlinging ringolinging seriously I'm gonna uh, I'll, I'm gonna tape this I got like, a good idea so for you maybe get a matching by. maybe get a matching sweater and then you could show up all excited like look Marge I got a I got a matching sweater I got the same sweater you do and then she'll realize how oh, annoying yeah. it is every time you walk by and then she'll go hey you know what I think we both should get rid of these sweaters yeah that's
2: actually a great idea
0: I don't think I could pull it off though Maybe for one day. What kind, What does the sweater look like? Is it like red and Christmassy? No, 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 no. It's not like it's an actual
2: item of clothing. It's a add-on. It's what? Like a, oh, she's clipping it on to whatever she's wearing. Yeah. Oh. It's brutal. It's
0: brutal. That's really bad.
2: Like it, it's not like yeah, like she's, once a week. She he's wearing her Christmas time jingle bell sweater that would be a complete different thing she's attaching literal bells to her shoes her pants her fucking shirts everything and she's just a walking
0: as i said a walking salvation army uh she's what she's walking around with her own shame bells (laughs) for her outfit (laughs) uh all right mr harrington before we let mr feldstein go did he have any questions for our man out in the suburbs because he actually owns a home now. Like if you needed more advice for easing into home living, he, he's like a homeowning expert.
1: He's the guy. Um, no, I mean, I, I think I'm pretty good. I'm pretty confident in uh, in my place. I'm confident I'm going to be able to keep it. Um, you know, so that's that's what's most exciting for me. Um, but I'm wondering, like, do you guys – so I understand like Hanukkah was like kind of your answer to – you know what I mean? Like, but Our answer never... to Christmas. I, th- I think we had Hanukkah first.
0: Hanuk- well Hanukkah, which well by the well way before. has the title The Festival of Lights. And then the fucking Christians come in and they're like, oh, you guys just have a Del Menorah, I'll show you lights. And, and then remember. they start putting them all up on their houses. I'll tell you, whoever markets the Christian holidays, they do a way better job. They just seem like so much more fun from the it's outside.
1: <laughs> Are you kidding me? They're not bilking you guys out of your money. Well, oh, they, that's they're, that's they're a like, fair point. They're like, yeah, we want these fucking, you know, like let's just let's just pump them full of bullshit. You know what? Uh, the greatest s- trick the devil ever, devil ever pulled. You know, what, it stands out <laughs> in
0: my mind as being the best Christmas like commercial ever. That like c- could not have made me more feel like I was missing out on whatever Christmas was was that old sega genesis commercial for the original sega genesis do you remember that at all maybe that doesn't stand out to either of you guys in any way no just all right the hess Truck
2: commercials what just the hess truck commercials
0: for christmas the hess trucks here i never once got a hess truck fuck the hess truck nothing interesting yeah, to me, Let me see. Is this it's it? like totally linked to christmas
1: this one yeah there you Ooh. go Can you see this Joseph? Yeah, I, can I heard I
0: got a Sega Genesis. It. I heard Matt got a Sega Genesis. That's Ooh. what Robbie was mad about. That's what it was. I yeah. thought some little, uh, some little cute lady. I guess one more is okay. You didn't care about like a little fat anymore. <laughs>
1: when the cute blonde shows up, you're like, yeah. I,
0: I just wanted some friends. It just seemed like you could have stuff. friends if you got one. Do you remember playing NBA Jam back in the day? Right when Shabbat ended? Ah, oh, what a classic. Harrington. What would you say is the best, single best, or top two Christmas gifts you ever received as a kid? Like, that one showed up and
1: you're like, fuck, that's what I wanted. Holy shit, I can't believe you got that. Um, probably the two biggest ones for me uh, would be 2XL when I was a kid. Just clothes you fit into? No. Fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you scumbag. <laughs> uh no 2xl was a little robot uh it was like the coolest fucking thing ever you would like put little tapes in it it was kind of like a teddy ruxpin but like way cooler look at that fucking thing oh i i seem to maybe somewhat remember that so like it had like its own little adventure tapes where you could like answer on these buttons and it would like give you like little trivia questions or like choose your own adventure um and then, you know, stop, play, rewind. He just played regular tapes if he wanted. And then there was also these, like, sick tapes from, like, Marvel that gave you, like, Wolverine and Spider-Man adventures. And you could, like, do your own things and, like, try to make the characters live by pushing the right buttons. It was the shit, dude. I love that thing so much. All right. Mr. Feldstein, best Hanukkah gift you ever got as a kid.
2: Probably, like, uh, n- nothing on that scale. Feel like I feel like, <laughs> like, a, I feel like a, a basketball jersey, maybe. All right, probably most memorable. Like I was like, oh shit! Like yeah,
0: a Phoenix Suns jersey.
2: Probably yeah, Charles Barkley white Charles- uh, Phoenix Suns, Phoenix Suns mm, with that sunburst. Yeah, classic. I, game.
0: I remember the problem is when you're a kid, everything like seemed to be a lot bigger than it was. But I remember sure. once in the in the basement, my dad got one of those. I don't know if you ever had one of these, but those little tracks, um, and you could put the race cars on them, and you would hold a thing in your hand, you'd push it down, and you could race cars on the track. And there was a loop, and something about it always. Hot wheels? No, but I I don't think it was Hot Wheels. It seemed to me like it was a little bit more. I, I Maybe maybe it was Hot Wheels, but it this was automatic. It was on, like, a track. It wasn't, um, when I say it was on a track, Hot Wheels is just plastic. This had, like, a metal thing in the middle, and it was, like, electronic, and it would heat up and make these fume smells. I'm sure it was the most dangerous toy of all time, but it was, like, there was a little piece of metal on the bottom of the car that went Whoa. into a track, and you held down a thing. It was all motorized, and these things fucking flew but yeah. it didn't. La- it didn't last very long. I had this for maybe a month, and then I- if I remember correctly, it it got. I don't remember that it broke down as much as my dad decided he preferred the table for storage, <laughs> and just started <laughs> putting shit on it, and that was the end of the t- buy. I- but that was great. And the other one was I remember once, and I'm sure it was a piece of, uh, of Walmart or the Toys R Us garbage. But one year, uh, someone got me like an air hockey table, and there, there were a couple Saturday nights I remember playing air hockey, and I thought that that thing was fucking awesome. Oh man, I loved going down to the basement and turning on that air hockey table with that I, buzz. To this day, I love air hockey. I don't like I, I'm not I don't like that pool. I don't like that ping pong. I don't be liking that foosball. But you, you got me in front of an air hockey table, I'm good to go.
2: Yeah. No, that's. I would. Yeah, smoke I don't think I had anything rocking. that. Thing. What? I would
0: smoke you in air hot. Okay. What place the wager right now? I know a good spot in Queens. We don't have to do it tonight, but place your bet now, and we will make it happen. Hmm. What are you putting up? Here's the thing. Robbie, no, no, fun. no. Here's
1: the thing. You said you had confidence. You said you would oh. smoke me. Put it up. There is zero doubt in my mind. I would <laughs> smoke you. However, I yes. Fiscally, yeah. right now, it would be so irresponsible for me to bet you anything so okay wait so let's make
0: it something no
1: fine let's make it a fun wager yosef what do you
0: what do you Um, think should be the terms of this bet
2: i will come i will uh make the terms of this bet but first i just want to say um robbie does have a place in queens that he knows it's actually his apartment where he has the same air hockey table (laughs) that he got 20 years ago it's it takes up his entire bedroom but it's worth it
0: i wish that was Um, true like uh, a <laughs> like Kramer Kramer style. I don't even have a bed. When he had that pool table, uh, what yeah. what 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 should we uh okay, man, what should wait. we put on the
2: line here? All right, it's got to be it's got to be something that hits hard. It's got to be something that packs a punch. I'll
0: tell you what. Let's put let's it out. Let's put it, it really out to the bad. fans. Let's put it out to the fans. If you're out say, there listening,
2: think, yeah, no, I think Harrington gets to shave your head. Oh, no, fuck um that's that's already been done yeah what's your idea
1: i say uh you have to wear my body hair as a toupee i'm
0: not no that's not (laughs) happening it's just not happening i mean it's just i'm not firstly i'm not gonna lose so i'm not that concerned but i don't even want to coward about it i don't even want to put that up on the line the thought of spending any amount of time around your body hair just makes me uh not feel good about myself uh Okay. I'm gonna put it out there for the fans. Tweet us. I'm at Robbie the Fire. You can also email me, Rob'snewsroom at gmail.com. You can hit up Mike Harrington at
1: at the uh, at the chin. I always I always forget at the M um, Harrington or them Harrington. I'm um, uh, non-binary now. Okay. At them Harrington. At them Harrington. Yeah. Uh and uh other than that, thanks for
0: joining us. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Yosef, if you got anything else for us before we uh we call it?
2: No, come uh, – uh, just, you know, you guys could come any Friday night to uh, Shabbat dinner. Invitation's still out there. Going to have t- – this week we're going to have a nice festive meal. Next week, same thing. And the week after that, you just choose it.
0: You guys come. Oh, actually – Just – Yeah. I'm just yeah, – Before – before we call it an episode, I actually got some stand-up dates to plug. I'm out of LOL, so I'm really uh, hustling, and I'm trying to get some some dates on the books so that I'm not just retired from comedy. Um, I will be posting all of these, but be on the lookout. I'm with Mike Lemmy is headlining down in Philly. Uh, I think that's like January 3rd. I'm going to be doing that with him. I'm doing a uh, – um, I'm headlining – I'm a, out in Denver. First time. I'm I'm doing a ski I'm doing a ski gig. I'm going to be skiing 3 days the weekend of the 14th and 15th. I got to look up the uh, ski thing and I'm going to post it. But if you're out there, you're a skier, I'm going to be out on the mountain. I'm just going to be drinking and skiing. I'll totally hang out with you. I'm going to be headlining for the first time. I probably might be a little overextended on that. So, I could use some people out there pretending like I'm funny. I could use some support out there. So, uh and then I'm I'm hustling, I'm trying to hustle some di- some gigs for me and Dave. Uh, looking in a couple cities trying to book some venues so be on the lookout for that and uh, well, of course he, yeah what
2: why not Denver
0: what about Denver you mean
2: for oh, for Dave
0: yeah you can do two for one
2: you're gonna be already, you're already gonna be
0: out there you know that's a good idea I like the way you think <laughs> mr Feldstein. that's uh that's a swell idea you got there all right let's call an episode goodbye